This program is presented by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Hello, I'm Sarah Gregory, and today I'm talking with Dr. Karen Wu, an EIS officer at CDC in Atlanta. We'll be discussing the detection of an antifungal-resistant trichophyton strain in France. Welcome, Dr. Wu. It's great to be here. Dr. Wu is actually discussing two articles that she's not an author on. I just want to make that clear right now, but she is an expert in this field. So first off, what is trichophyton? Trichophyton is actually a genus of fungi that causes dermatophytosis. Um, most people know this as ringworm, um, and this causes dermatophytosis in both people and animals. Um, it's actually a mold that feeds on the keratin in nails, hair, and skin. What is T. mentographite's complex? So the classification of dermatophyte species is actually quite complex and has changed in recent years. Um, trichophyton mentagrophytes complex includes several different species and genotypes that are actually pretty difficult to differentiate just by looking under the microscope. Um, this complex includes things like trichophyton mentagrophytes, of course, trichophyton interdigitale, and Aranaceae. Um, these species can only be differentiated using DNA sequencing. Um, and also within this complex, there are zoophilic strains, which means that they prefer animals such as Trichophyton mentagrophytes and Aranaceae. And there's also anthropophilic strains, which means that they prefer people such as Trichophyton interdigitale. And speaking of people, in what ways does it affect people? So dermatophytosis can cause an itchy, scaly, ring-shaped rash, which is why people know it as ringworm. And the names of these clinical manifestations depend on the body site that's affected. Um, for example, if the, body is, if the infection is on the body, it's known as tinea corporis. If it's on the groin, it's known as tinea cruris. Um, tinea capitis, an infection of the scalp, and tinea facii is actually infection of the face. It can also cause infections we all recognize, such as athlete's foot or tinea pettis, and fungal nail infections, also known as onychomycosis or tinea unguium. Is it spread from person to person? And if so, how does that happen? Yes, it does. Um, anthropophilic strains of dermatophytes can spread from person to person by direct contact or through contact with contaminated surfaces or shared articles of clothing. Um, this can include towels, beddings, or shoes, and transmission can easily occur in areas like households, gyms, and schools, or daycares, uh, where people have a lot of contact with each other. Zoophilic strains can be transmitted from animal to animal, but can also infect people. Um, people to animal transmission is rare, but still suspected to be possible. How is it usually treated? It really depends on the body site affected and the severity of the infection, but ringworm can be treated using topical or oral antifungal medications such as terbinafine, itraconazole, or fluconazole. Can this cause long-term damage to the skin if it goes untreated? So people who are infected can get secondary bacterial infections of the affected area since, uh, you know, this is an itchy condition and so scratching can disrupt the skin surface and introduce bacteria. Um, topical corticosteroid use can also lead to abnormal presentations that can mimic other skin conditions, such as eczema, psoriasis, or dermatitis, and this is called steroid-modified tinnias. This fungi can also spread deeper into the skin and into the subcutaneous tissues and hair follicles, 
Um, and this actually leads to a presentation called Majochi's granuloma. A patient also would not want this to go untreated. Um, this condition is very, very itchy, um, and so it's pretty uncomfortable, and so prompt treatment is really important to maintain a person's quality of life. EID published two articles about a new strain of antifungal-resistant trichophyton species in France. Where was it first identified, and how did it get into France? So about 10 years ago, we started seeing reports from dermatologists from India um, and they started uh, publishing articles on cases of chronic and recurrent dermatophytosis, and we didn't really know what was going on or what was causing this change in presentation. It was soon discovered that it was part of actually the trichophyton and tagrophytes complex, but limitations in laboratory testing and sequencing really hindered the identification of trichophyton endotinia until about 2020. So the first case of trichophyton endotinia in France was observed in 2017 and was laboratory confirmed to be trichophyton endotinia retrospectively. Um, all of these cases described in these articles um, came from or visited the Indian subcontinent. So is it endemic to a certain country or region? So it's currently known to be endemic on the Indian subcontinent and in Iran, although additional cases have been identified in Australia, Germany, Denmark, Poland, Belgium, Switzerland, and of course, France. It is likely in other areas, but again, detecting trichophyton endotinia is really difficult because clinical laboratories rarely identify dermatophyte molds um, to the species level. Do environmental factors play any kind of role in its spread? Yeah, yes it does. Um, so dermatophytes in general prefer warm areas with high humidity, both on people and in the environment. Um, people exposed to hot and humid environments overcrowding, or people who wear tight-fitting synthetic clothing are at higher risk. Cases of trichophyton endotinia often seem to occur among family members, which can be due to a common exposure to a shared contaminated environment or increased direct contact amongst family members. It is also made worse by the use of over-the-counter medications that include antifungals and high-potency steroids. Did you say made worse by those? Yes. Um, yes, it is. How does that happen? Actually, the problem is that these antifungals are combined with high-potency steroids, um, and the steroids, although they resolve the itching, do not resolve the antifungal or do not resolve the infection. Ah, I see. Were there many people affected in France? So these two studies described 17 people with difficult-to-treat or extensive dermatophytosis in France. About 14 cases were identified as trichophyton endotinia, and the species was not actually identified for three cases. Given the challenges of diagnosis, um, you know, and that's even highlighted in these two studies, since species was not able to be identified for three of these cases, um, it is very likely that there are additional cases in France. But some of them were able to be diagnosed. How was that done? So these cases were initially diagnosed as dermatophytosis using physical exam or microscopy. Um, some patients, these patients in these studies had abnormal presentations. Um, they had very extensive presentations or were associated with treatment failure. Um, and so the researchers focused on laboratory testing. They were able to identify trichophyton endotinia by sequencing the ribosomal DNA 
And then they were able to determine that this strain was resistant to antifungal drugs by conducting susceptibility testing of the isolate um, combined with DNA sequencing to identify gene mutations for drug resistance. And I know you just touched on this a little while ago, but do we know how any of these people got infected? What was the source? So many of the reported cases in France occurred in people with recent travel to the Indian subcontinent. So we think that people have been getting infected from direct contact with infected people. So this is very common in households. Uh, Transmission in family members has been very, very commonly noted in the literature. Are there particular animals that serve as a reservoir for this strain? So terbinafine-resistant trichophyton mentagrophytes has been detected in asymptomatic foxes in Poland and in people with dermatophytosis associated with animal transmission. And these are usually um, associated with things like guinea pigs and chinchillas. Trichophyton mentagrophytes complex includes trichophyton endotinia, but due to previously mentioned laboratory limitations, these strains were not definitively classified as trichophyton endotinia. So guinea pigs and chinchillas um, can be household pets, so people might want to be aware of that, but we're not seeing it in dogs or cats? There haven't been any reported cases thus far um, that I'm aware of in dogs or cats. Do you know of, or from these studies, has it shown that there's been any person-to-person transmission of it in France? So although um, trichophyton mentagrophytes has historically been considered zoophilic, it's actually primarily happening through people-to-people contact. Three reported cases involve skin lesions that appeared after living in France for three to four years. So researchers think that person-to-person transmission could have occurred in France. Um, None of these patients had notable contact with animals. What about the rest of Europe? Has it been seen in other European countries? So trichophyton endotinia has been identified in other European countries, such as Germany, Denmark, Poland, Belgium, and Switzerland. Similar to France, many of these reported cases were associated with either recent travels to the Indian subcontinent or were family of an individual with recent travel. What about the U.S.? So in the United States, um, there has been one case report thus far um, of a case of trichophyton mentagrophytes associated with terbinafine resistance. It was unfortunately unable to be laboratory confirmed as trichophyton endotinia. This new strain is resistant to the antifungal medication terbinafine, which is the preferred first-line treatment. How did this resistance happen? So in India, researchers suspect that the rise of the strain is connected with the use of high-potency steroid creams such as clobetazole. It's commonly combined with antifungal medications to treat dermatophytosis. These creams don't need a prescription and are sold over-the-counter in pharmacies in other countries. Um, And these steroids might resolve the itching but do not treat the underlying fungal infections and can actually stimulate fungal growth. Once these symptoms resolve, Um, Patients will sometimes stop using antifungal medication, and this can lead to incomplete treatment and potentially selecting for resistance. Ah, like so much of antibiotic use. So we're seeing it now with antifungal use. Is this resistance a cause of concern? I would think it would be. It certainly is. Um, Only a limited number of antifungal drugs are available, and treatment of fungal diseases can be lengthy and difficult. 
Also, antifungal medications are actually quite expensive and a long course of medications can be cost prohibitive. Some of these infections are also multi-drug resistant and dermatologists are reporting difficulties in treating this condition. You've mentioned several strains now, but uh, particularly we're talking about a new strain. Um, can you tell us again which one that is and how it's different compared to other strains? Yeah, so um, the primary one that um, is causing issues is trichophyton indotiniae. So in addition to its problematic drug resistant, the strain is a little more virulent, like zoophilic strains. Um, and so these are just a little bit more inflammatory, more itchy, but is also spread from people to people like anthropophilic strains. The presentation of this disease is also slightly different. Tinea corporis and tinea curis, um, and just as a reminder, that's uh, infection of the body and also the genital area, are the two most common presentations. Multiple body sites are often involved with extensive lesions that cover a large area of the body, um, which we're defining as more than 10%. Are there other options uh, for treating it other than these antifungals that aren't working? So there's not an option that isn't an antifungal. Um, there is an antifungal medication, itraconazole, that is currently the treatment of choice for terbinacine-resistant dermatophytosis, but it still has high rates of treatment failure. Uh, Griseofulvin and fluconazole can also be prescribed but are not preferred. What happens when there's treatment failure? So it's up to the dermatologist, but sometimes... Um, they can increase the dosage or the length of time someone is administered um, an antifungal, or they can switch to a different antifungal. How can we stop this infection from spreading? Is there a way? So first, um, you can definitely take steps to prevent dermatophytosis. Um, don't walk barefoot in areas like locker rooms or public showers. Um, don't share clothing, sheets, or towels with individuals who may be infected, and keep your skin clean and dry. Clinicians should be aware of the rise of treatment-resistant dermatophytosis, and patients presenting with potential dermatophytosis lesions should receive confirmatory laboratory testing prior to being prescribed these antifungal medications. Um, molecular testing and antifungal susceptibility testing should be done as indicated. Because this fungus is drug-resistant, antifungal stewardship is really now just so important. Um, timely and proper antifungal medication administration is just so important to controlling further infections, and patients should really be counseled on the importance of proper antifungal usage and taking a prescription exactly as directed by the physician. So these are the best ways to prevent more antifungal-resistant strains? Yes. In addition to improved antimicrobial stewardship, we aim to decrease and discourage the use of over-the-counter combination drugs which is these antifungal medications combined with high-potency topical steroids. These medications are currently available overseas and are commonly recommended by various medical and non-medical professionals. What are the psychological effects on people who have this condition? So a study measured the effect of this disease on the patient's quality of life, and its impact was estimated to be moderate to very large. Um, the most important determinant of quality of life was really the symptoms of the skin, um, so itchiness, soreness, and pain. Other factors that they found included self-consciousness, um, restrictions on clothing, more limited social and leisure activities, and limited interaction with others, um, as well as treatment outcomes. 
In general, these lesions are very itchy and can cover large portions of the body, with over 80% of patients having lesions that cover more than 10% of their body. Patients have reported being infected for months and even years, um, and of course, treatment failures can occur. What points of these articles do you think have the most public health significance? I think one of the most important concerns with this disease is actually the difficulty in diagnosis. Molecular testing for these for cases of dermatophytosis is not commonplace in laboratories, and clinicians don't normally order antifungal susceptibility testing. Um, without this testing, a case of terbinafine-resistant trichophyton endotinier would remain undiagnosed, and the patient would be treated with potentially ineffective antifungal medications. You're a veterinarian by training and currently an EIS officer at CDC. Tell us why you came to CDC and how you became interested in this topic. As I said earlier, you're not one of the co-authors, so how are you involved in studying trichophyton? So actually, before I became a veterinarian, I knew I wanted to go into public health, and we're better than the CDC. I enjoy working on diseases from a One Health perspective, and the mycotic diseases branch has provided plenty of opportunities. I've had the chance to work on diseases affecting animals and people, such as blastomycosis, sporotrichosis, and of course, dermatophytosis. I saw many cases of animal-to-animal and animal-to-people transmission during my veterinary work in the United States, but thankfully, my animal cases were not drug-resistant. As for my current work, we're currently trying to learn more about treatment-resistant trichophyton in the United States. Two case reports have been published, one on trichophyton rubrum and the other one on trichophyton mentagrophytes. Since, of course, the United States is not an island, we are concerned that these cases will actually continue to be imported and may lead to transmission within the United States. We're also working on onychomycosis, or tinea unguium, which is a dermatophytosis infection of the nail. It is closely associated with tinea pedis, which is the dermatophyte infection of the foot. Um, and similar challenges have arisen, including the emergence of drug-resistant onychomycosis in the United States. Although there are guidelines to confirm diagnosis of onychomycosis prior to antifungal prescription, we have found that this does not always occur. And what is that a fungus of? That is a fungal infection of nails. The nails, okay. What are some of your favorite activities that you enjoy doing in Atlanta? It's spring here, which is particularly pretty in Atlanta, but also incredibly pollen-y. There's a green coating that settles on everything. Um, does that affect you? So I really enjoy hiking and playing board games and visiting restaurants. So, of course, outdoor activities are now covered in the screen that you mentioned. Just recently, the weather has been quite lovely, and uh, it's been great outside. Unfortunately, I am allergic to pollen, and so this has been limiting a little bit of my outdoor activity, but definitely masking has improved things. Yes, I wear the mask even in my own backyard because of it. Well, thank you for taking the time to talk with me today, Dr. Wu. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. And thanks for joining me out there. You can read the January 2022 articles, Extensive Dermatophytosis Caused by Terbinafine-Resistant Trichophytine Endotinia France and Emergence of Difficult-to-Treat Tinea Corporis Caused by Trichophyton Mentographites Complex Isolates, Paris, France, online at cdc.gov eid. I'm Sarah Gregory for Emerging Infectious Diseases. 
For the most accurate health information, visit cdc.gov or call 1-800-CDC-INFO.